0: Good morning, evening, or wherever it is where you're at, and today we are going to be talking about the Dark Knight Trilogy, or better known as the Nolan Trilogy, as it was directed by Mr. Nolan. With uh, discussions about how it's good, about how good it is, is starting to rise again with the new Batman movie by Warner Bros. just being announced, a trailer coming out. So, Let's get into what the Legacy Cast thinks of the Nolan trilogy and first impressions from the trailer will also be discussed. But as always, here at the Legacy Cast, we are obligated to say our little disclaimer that the other members of the group who no longer are part of the podcast created, so I don't know why I keep saying it, but I guess it's just out of habit. Anyways, into the intro. Before we begin, we would like everyone to here to know that here at the Legacy Cast, we are all a bunch of idiots. And these thoughts are our personal opinions. However, those personal opinions do not excuse us from a- a- taking scrutiny. If you think we are doing something wrong or would like to see something that we can improve, please, please, please let us know. This podcast will include, but is not limited to, swearing, sexually explicit content, hot and cold takes alike, and even more swearing. All right. So now that's that out of the way, we can get into the discussion at hand, which is the Nolan Trilogy. Batman movies, which, if you didn't know or need a refresher of, the Nolan trilogy consists of Batman Begins, as a Dark Knight, and the Dark Knight Rises. Um, Before we get into any individual movie reviews and discussions, let me say that I myself am actually very biased with these. Typically, I am a Marvel fan on a wider variety of movies and think that on the movie side they do
1: surpassed DC in a lot of lights especially within the past decade um, the exception to this
0: by a huge margin is this movie series I very feel very much feel that is on par with the MCU which you know gives you a little bit of an indication or initial impression about how I feel about these movies which is good anyways let's get going uh, first, let's get on to my thoughts on Batman Begins, which is the first of the Nolan trilogy. Um, first off, I think it has my what I like, really, really like about it, that it has the best on-screen deaths for uh, Batman's parents. Uh, seeing how their family was connected and the guilt and darkness that plays over Bruce throughout the movie, at you know, after you know this mur- after the murder of his parents
1: happens, is just one of the most well-connected versions of Batman and my um, Now, why do I say this? Well, we get, you know, every Batman series or movie, we get to see in Bruce's
0: life that um, he, you know, he, his parents are killed. But in this one, you get to see a little bit more into it by seeing a little bit more into Bruce's past. You know, earlier in this movie, you see that he has a few of bats, which come into play later, but Bruce's Bruce's parents wanted to spend more time with their son, you know, because they were out trying to fix the city, trying to make it a better place, and haven't spent, you know, much time together, so they wanted to spend more time with their son. Now, they took him to a weird place, I don't know if that's, like, a thing a lot of rich families do, but they took him to, like, an opera or, like, a play. I'm gonna be honest, I don't think a little ten-year-old, ten, you know... A little eight to ten year old Bruce is going to like that even you know getting into the scene with the bats but even before that I'm pretty sure that a kid like that is not going to be interested you know in that kind of stuff but you
1: know could be hugely hugely wrong but anyways um, so basically during the play
0: there's a scene that comes up in it um uh, where bat-like creatures appear on the screen. And as we know earlier in the film, Bruce has a very, very, very bad fear with bats. And so his father actually notices that Bruce needs to go out and get some air, and you know, Bruce is, you know, obviously gonna feel down, you know, about having their parents come out for something, you know, they enjoyed, so but and you know his mother actually asked bruce you know kind of putting the blame on bruce but it was but bruce's dad you know being a genuine dad which i thought you know this movie did really really well cementing the relationship that even though we don't see it on screen for long we you know see a relationship that the father definitely cares about the son by saying oh no 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 no, i was the one who needed air now now bruce which were 10 year olds were going to be really big because as you know when you're a young kid and getting on you know that young age you know your ego is going to be a little bit out of whack, you know, you getting blamed for making your parents, you know, not do something they enjoy So I thought that was really, really good And then So you can kind of see how later in the movies, you know, he really, really regrets their death, especially um, They get mugged and shot in front of Bruce, which only makes it more impactful As you see later on in the movies, that Bruce holds this dread and fear He was the reason they were killed And they are probably thinking, well, why is that? Well, he, because of him he's the reason they had to go out of there he's the reason they ended up in that alleyway and then ended up getting shot which isn't al- which is awful and it's very very dark and that's one of the things that dc does a lot in their movies is they go for a darker more serious type of movie i'm not saying the marvel movies aren't serious but marvel movies are able to play a little bit more on them you know mixed side where they play on you know a little bit of more light-hearted moments while dc is just dark 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 which for this trilogy works really well but for the movies that go forward it just feels so off now i will say this before you know while i'm on this tangent i don't 100 percent hate dc i actually as i say I, you know i really like these movies and i'm going to get into further why i like them but i also like the tv shows i think tv show wise DC has the upper hand with shows like The Flash, The Arrow, being really, really, really good, in my opinion. Which, we can actually do a
1: podcast about those in the future, which I hope we can do. Anyways. So, we're just, you know, as we, you
0: know, um, so, you know, this event really, really impacted Bruce's life. You can see that it's the reason he wants to go out, get stronger, so it doesn't happen again. And we're just seeing the start of this movie. it's already been able to elicit powerful motions and set up reasons why bruce wants to be more powerful and ends up one day becoming batman because he sees the city his parents you know tried to fix tried to create falling down you know through corruption and any other things so that was really i thought the scenes like early on in the movie were absolutely fantastic um this movie also, in my opinion, was uh, very much able to bring multiple co- comic book elements to life that you know you don't get to really see really often, like the League of Assassins, um, which show how Batman got his training in a semi-realistic way. You know how he sneaks out at you know go, go you know how he sneaks around and everything is based work
1: with the League of Assassins or League of Shadows. Don't really know one hundred percent. Um. And out of a lot of comic book movies, this trilogy feels grounded.
0: And I would compare it to like the grounded feeling you get when you watch you know, the Captain America movies, even those are a little bit play-harder, but more so with the Iron Man. You know how they're a little bit more realistic down to earth, while the other Marvel movies get into a little bit more of the
1: whimsical or non full realistic perspectives of humans. Which is, I
0: think, a strong suit for this movie, as it was one of the first like comic book movies to really, really, really garner an audience in a long time, because we had a really dark patch
1: where comic book movies did not do well for this. Uh, which is a strong suit, I think, for this movie. Because it gets
0: audiences to relate to, you know, related to the world around them, you know, getting this realistic version of a comic character instead of going... For example i don't think the audiences that go see marvel now would not have been able to view it if it wasn't for serious movies like you know serious comic book movies you know edging them in there i don't think you know having let's say like a doctor strange movie or you know the original hulk movies who, you know coming out first would have done the comic book area justice so i really really think that um, batman like, this trilogy of Batman and Iron Man really, really cemented the way for comic book movies to be taken a little bit more seriously for a viewing audience. And that's why we were able to get, you know, the cinematic universe we did for Marvel and uh, DC's attempt at a cinematic universe.
1: Oh, you tried, you tried so hard. Um, so my final thoughts on Batman Begins is that I think it's my
0: favorite and most... The reason one of the reasons for that is that it's a complete story from beginning to end well i do feel that the next movie the dark knight is a much better villain with heath ledger uh which we're going to get into in a moment i think that this movie did something you know something important that it brought general audiences into seeing a comic book movie in a serious setting before iron man which you know is the gateway to the mcu uh the groundwork that this film allowed franchises to you know base off of a comic book movies into a better light cannot be understated and for that as a comic book movie fan I'm going to give the
1: credit where credit is due and that's why I think this movie is my favorite movie that it's just a really really good movie not from getting an All alright ten minutes in and we're through one movie let me take a sip of my drink real quick Good old Nestle Pure Life Water. Uh, Alright. Onto the Dark Knight, which is probably, I
0: think, most people's favorite uh, movie out of the trilogy, trilogy. Considering it has the... And the reason I'm saying that is that it has the highest meta score from critics, and it holds the higher user score of all the movies. Which isn't to diss the other two movies. They're both actually rated really, really, really well on Metacritic. It's just... That this film did. It's just that this film had, you know, such a good villain and such a good story. And it did something that was very, very, un- very, very uncommon even today. Like, it just really hard to do, which is for the sequel movie in a trilogy or, you know, in another series to surpass the original movie of it. It's a very, very, very rare thing to capture the same spark of the original.
1: And still surpass it by creating a new story, which
0: I, Which cannot be understated this movie did a lot of that because of Heath Ledger as the Joker. He by far was the star of this movie now There's a little controversy That has come out the reason uh, Stating this movie gets so much attention is because shortly after it Heath Ledger died Well, I would say Heath Ledger's death enhanced a lot of people's respect and love for this film i believe that the film from its foundation as soon as it came out before you know and before heath ledger's death was a solid film in its own right and deserves the praise it gets i i just like the you know why don't i like it more i just like the first one more because it introduced us to this version of batman which is my favorite version of batman have really solid and believable weight and this movie expands on it but I still like the original just a little bit more While I do understand this is probably the better movie it's just the emotions the first one elicited from me was a little bit stronger than this one you know it's kind of like how um, they actually did an interview with us uh, getting a little off topic uh, with Poe Dameron from Star Wars and he understands that Empire Strikes Back you know is the better film in the Star Wars trilogy than return of the Jedi but he says he likes return of the Jedi more just because of the emotions and the feeling you get seeing it from the theaters so while he, he says he, while he understands the other one's a better movie he says he just you know can't sep- you know he can't separate his emotions from, you know he just feels that the other movie is better like in his personal opinion and I think this movie is really really good I just like the first one better, you know just a way to base you know my opinion Um, one of my favorite things uh, this movie brings up and you see it throughout the trilogy as well is and it's one thing that a lot of sequels tend to get wrong is the continuity. continuity meaning like stuff having a logical progression from one movie to the other and people acting in a realistic way from one movie to another Marvel gets a lot of props for this Especially with how large their cinematic universe is and I think this movie did it really, really well within their trilogy. For example, we saw Scarecrow in the last movie, you know, being the main villain, you know, being the villain who got the gas out, you know, trying to sell the drugs. And in this movie, guess what? you still see him trying to be a villain, and you get to see, you know, what's going to happen when you have a vigilante going out throughout the streets. Well, you're going to have Batman pretenders going out trying to fix the city themselves, you know, because they see him as a symbol and who are trying their best to live up to the cru- Caved Crusader, even though it puts their own lives and lives of other law enforcement who end up having to save them at risk, which is a thing that would happen in real life if we had a Caved Crusader going around and doing this. So, you know what? I love, So Such details like this shows you that no one cared and understood how to continue a movie, which is why the sequel, I think, movie-wise, surpasses the original. And it's... Really, really well done, uh, Nolan. Props to you, and props to all the actors who were able to make it happen. Because if it wasn't for them, uh, this movie wouldn't have, you know, been as good as it was. Uh, one of my favorite things as well that you get to see is the behind-the-scenes or behind the, you know, just the visual capture of Gotham. You get to see its political scene, the corruption within its political scene. The corruption in its loss, law enforcement, the effect of massed crime fighting vigilantes going throughout the street. As I said before, you know, you get to see prop ups, which you get to see
1: new villains try their luck as well as copycats. Just, ooh, it's so good. It's so good how it continues that. And it cannot be understated Keith Ledger's acting. He perfectly balances. A great villain He's scary He's intimidating And he's a
0: Master planner Like he's not he's, He's crazy In the sense of like he's A little bit psychotic But he's a masterful planner Under that guise It's just really really fun to watch
1: His schemes you know play out And you know ended up failing Due to you know watching people so now on to the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, this is a very entertaining
0: uh, film, but out of the three movies, most and myself consider it the weakest. It is very strong in the sense of you know scale and credit takes on as the series has been building up to having Batman face stronger villains, defeat grander tasks. So this one's a
1: big bomb and toughest villain he's ever fought physically, which is Bane. And Bane's a good villain. Very iconic. I mean, you can... People were voicing up in Pringles cans,
0: trying to get as close as they could to the Bane after this movie. Um, but I feel that Bane is on par or slightly weaker than Ra's al Ghul from the first movie. And definitely does not hold on. i mean i it's villain i think keith ledger like wrote the book on being a comic book villain bringing him to life fully inspiring that person you know fully adapting that person's uh, personality into yourself and it, dc's never ever gonna find a way to replace that which is probably one of the reasons besides jared leto being a, a bit of a dick uh he doesn't get you know a lot of His performance is going to be judged. His performance was judged so much harsher. It's because after the performance of Heath, you know, after having something so good, it's hard to realize, you know, even if a performance is good under that, it's just not going to hold up to the original. Kind of like, basically, uh, DC flowers for Algernon themselves on their villain. (laughs) Please,
1: please, uh, please let me know if you got that reference. Um let's see getting to the script um so another strong suit of this movie is that
0: um that you don't that you didn't really see in the other movies is that it gives the villains or villains in quotations throughout the movie equal screen time and it also lets batman be a little bit more center stage uh which the two villains were obviously batwoman for who for the most of the movie you know kind of rides in that line between villain and vigilante and which, and then you also have Bane. You know, it kind of balances between that and Batman. This is unlike the first movie where the two villains are not equally placed on screen. I mean, Ra's al Ghul and the League of uh, League of Shadows, League of Assassins has way much more screen time, and they kind of just push off Scarecrow more as a plot device. You know, oh, so he's the reason that you know all of this is happening, and we have the you know we have the fight on the subway and the gas coming up out of the ground, and um uh, you know so he's kind of like pushed off to the side more of used as like a black contrivance which i'm not saying was you know as bad he's still a great villain but and he's even in this movie which we're going to get into in a minute which i love um but another one other the, uh, but in the second movie you know Heath ledger was just so you know way overshadowed two-face like <sighs> like two-face isn't even on the scale even though he's such, you know, even though it was done very, very well, some people might not have, like, I really liked how Two-Face came about, but still, um, you know, you can kind of get into the feeling that, you know, way overshadowed by Heath Ledger. In fact, Heath Ledger in that movie actually, in my opinion, overshadows Batman, which just tells you the scale of the performance. Um, and then, uh, so this movie, you know, having
1: a little bit more balance between it is good in my opinion. Again, also love the continuity in this film. I think
0: that's something Nolan did really, really well, and it helps. Like it really, really, really helps the world building of your story. Um. So what this film shows a lot more of is that even though you can be fit, like Ben Affleck was, you're not. He's not superhuman, and you see multiple times in this film that Christian Bale, is a normal, you know, looks like a normal hu- human. He's physically broken. There's a lot of scarring. You know, stuff that he needs replaced you know his knees are practically destroyed and he's also mentally scarred from his encounter with you know Bane and previous encounters which grounds him makes him more a relatable character and which you know is my personal love of mine compared with a lot of other movies like a ah, Star Wars trilogy uh, Star Wars uh, sequel trilogy though this movie is seen as the weakest it still has a satisfying Conclusion, in a fantastic set pieces that I can't, that can't be understated But So all three of these movies provide Solid stories and come together to make a fantastic trilogy that This new film is gonna have a is gonna have a hard time living up to These movies are the are very realistic and grounded for a Batman series that we could ever get while still providing a He's and comic book movie
1: with a character we've seen for years and we love i know i didn't talk about him much but christian bale did a
0: fantastic job pulling batman from a comic book character and making him into a character we can re- you know relate to and be enthralled with on the screen you know as we can see he's he gets physically trashed you know just scarring the cartilage in his knees and everything which i love seeing uh when i love seeing the hero struggle because of realistic elements like that you know being batman you know if you know you're a normal human that armor can only do so much your body's going to take some wear and tear hell me and my you know bowlers just from bowling if you don't if you plant instead of slide say goodbye to your knee in a couple years you're going to be doing some knee surgery so i can't imagine the damage that you know besides what they showed what that would do to a batman's body and this one brought it into a realistic light which uh, getting into it is something that I very, very much enjoy. You know, compared to a lot of movies like Star Wars, where they try to make their protagonist, you know, so overpowered, and then it just bores you because you're like, oh, he's, you know, he's gonna win it. You know, they're, gonna, she's gonna win again. Like she was unbeatable. She didn't lose a single fight in that show, and then in those movies. And if she did, it was like a tie
1: or she ended up be- beating him a couple minutes later it's like uh, those movies really really hurt me those Star Wars
0: movies really really hurt me and it makes me but watching them does make me appreciate original trilogy more and it makes me appreciate you know movies like in movie trilogies like this more
1: where you see the director did their job So getting into the new movie. Oh, I'm a little bit nervous about it, I'm going to be
0: honest. Um personally, I'm doubtful it will ever be able to live up to the Nolan trilogy. I just it set the bar so high even the newer DC movies don't come close to it. The one that did come close though actually uh was Wonder Woman. Thought that was done really 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 well. I think it's the closest to this but it's about on pair or slight, slightly less I still think this uh that my movies are just slightly higher ranked but still it's you know pretty close but besides that all the other movies in between uh, not great if you haven't seen the trailer I will put the link in the description below so that you can get an idea of what I'm
1: thinking of Um when you watch it you see the actual new Batman suit and I don't know something when I saw it just seemed off about some, you know about uh, about it and honestly I don't know what it was I think
0: I don't know if it's the physical presence of this new actor compared to Christian Hale I don't know if it's um I don't know if it's like the costume itself because there's like a little bit more mouth room in this new one compared to the one that was used in the Christian Bale trilogy I just don't know it just something seems
1: off and I just can't get my head around it also talking about this as well it seems that they're gonna be going for dark again
0: which it's kind of which DC does a lot and I'm not
1: saying it's bad to go dark But we've already seen Dark, so, you know, getting into that. Um, I could be wrong. It could be better at home, or more than than likely at home. Maybe the theater if we get lucky.
0: But it just seems, hang on, I'll be right back. My puppy's got the plastic bag.
1: Got her. Got the bag back. Um. As i was saying it would be bad it would be good but look absolutely much better in the theater
0: or more than likely at home because it looks like this virus is just never ever gonna end
1: but i don't know it just didn't make a good first impression and i you know i guess
0: we'll just have to see when it comes out to us anyways first off Thank you guys for the uptick in viewers, um, for everything that we're getting on the legacy uh, podcasting areas for the Legacy Cast, and thank you as well for all the support on the YouTube channel, which is FastFireGuy one two three four. If you didn't know, and we're Legacy Cast for all the podcasting sites. Um, thank you so much for all of your support. It's definitely been noticed. New gear is being looked at. And will be ready for, should be ready when I'm able to get a paycheck to afford it. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening and watching, and I hope to see you guys in the next Legacy Cast, where on Wednesday Thoughts, we're going to be discussing, oh, there's a couple topics. Uh, I'm not 100% sure yet. Uh,
1: we'll get there when we get there. But anyways, thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope you guys have a great Monday.